It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for February the 8th. This is a very significant sports weekend. Believe it or not, the winter sports season starting today officially starts to wind down. We've got postseason wrestling underway in both Illinois and Missouri. We've got the advent today of state play at the junior high school level for boys basketball for the 7th graders and Quincy High School, Quincy Junior High School, I should more accurately say, has an undefeated squad in action today trying to play their way into the state semifinals. Coming up about 1 o'clock this afternoon over in Bloomington Normal, and we've got the Cage QA American Family Superfan Shootout going on. Lots to occupy us, not to mention the Risen Fun now with Quincy University men's basketball with a huge win the other night over nationally ranked UMSL. Man, that game the Hawks have today at 315 with Lindenwood takes on added significance as well. So things are really on the uptick. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to talk about lots of good topics today, particularly the Superfan Shootout, which has a lot of excitement involved today with two participants. Kevin Meyer, the head coach of the Quincy Notre Dame Raiders, whose team suffered a heartbreaking but really hard-fought and impressive loss last night against Barry Western, and Brad Tomhave from Pittsfield, whose Sockies are starting to show a lot of life in them, including a huge win last night over Brown County. We'll get to all of that as we break down the scores for you, kind of set the architecture of last night so we can spin it forward into today. I'm going to start on the score side with the girls last night because the Quincy Notre Dame Lady Raiders, now currently number six in the state in Class 2A, put on a show to open up the Super fan shootout last night, taking down a pretty darn good Freeburg team, 56-22. to This despite the fact that the first three minutes of the game might have been about as ugly as we've ever seen Quincy Notre Dame shoot the ball, but the Lady Raiders rounded back quickly. The freshman, Abby Schrake, with 19 points last night. She was the team MVP. Sydney Hummert shook off a cold start to put up 13 as Quincy Notre Dame opened the Super fan shootout with a win. Also with the Super fan last night, the Unity Lady Mustangs ran, uh, rode, I should say, the hot shooting of Addison Eager early. She had 21 points and 12 rebounds to take down Clopton. Final count in that game was 53-37. to Games not affiliated with the shootout last night. The Central Southeastern girls take down Rushville Industries 68-26 behind 15 points from Kennedy Marlowe. The Keokuk girls, now officially state-ranked at number 14, Take down Fairfield last night, 54 to 35. Both Abby Walter and McKenna Davis had 15 points apiece. The Hannibal girls at home last night destroyed Kirksville, 48-27. Both Bella Falconer and Emma Dian with 11 points in the win for them. The Highland girls go on the road, take down Centralia, 57-45 behind 16 from Addie Johnson, the Monroe City Lady Panthers bounce back big from an upset loss earlier in the week to South Shelby. I think Cody Leonard got their attention. 73-17 to last night over Bowling Green. Lauren Youngblood had 13 points. By the way, a shout-out to our friend and frequent visitor here on the morning ticket, Cody Leonard, or Cody, Cody Leonard, I should say, who picked up his 200th career victory last night. Also last night, Scotland County made it 10 straight victories, taking down Fayette 55-31. to The Clark County girls beat Brookfield 42-30. to Mark Twain, a big winner over Van Farr, 57-28. Elizabeth Trower with a nice night with 12 points and 5 assists. Knox County falls to Paris last night, 48-31. And the South Shelby girls were victimized by Palmyra. 
Palmyra wins 72-28. Megan Stone had 21 points. She also scored her 1,000th career point last night. She will be joining us to start the Superfan Shootout right off the bat today as Palmyra takes on Freeburg in the 9.30 game out at the pit. Meanwhile, on the boys' side last night, again, I mentioned it, and again, we'll have Kevin Meyer on in a second, but Western beats Quincy Notre Dame essentially close to the buzzer, if not right there, as Western wins 56-54 on a late Kyle Colgrove bucket with five seconds left. Colgrove last night, 24 points. He, too, scored his 1,000th career point. Jerison Jacobs had 20 points in a loss for Quincy Notre Dame. Quincy Notre Dame will try to bounce back tonight, and what fun that's going to be, as they've got the number one team in the state in Class 1A boys basketball, Winchester West Central. Yeah, we kind of designed this pretty good coming in, bringing in Winchester West Central. That was a good call. That should be an awful lot of fun. That game slated to start tonight at 8 o'clock at the pit. Also last night, Quincy High School builds a big lead on Sterling on the road, has to weather things late, and a Dante Kreider 3 late is the difference in that game as Quincy High School wins 56-55. Mr. Kreider with 21 points last night, Jeremiah Tolton with 20 in the victory. Rushville Industry over Camp Point Central in Rushville 62-40. Jacob Reller, the big fellow, with 23 points in the paint last night. One of many upsets last night, and this was a really good win for Greg Altnix's squad, as Liberty beats Payson 47-39. Payson, the number five-ranked team in the state, had just one loss previously coming in. And I tell you what, defensively, I've not seen anybody able to slow down Payson the way Liberty was last night. That was a very impressive defensive effort. Knowlton Klingle leading the way for his team with 18 points and nine rebounds. It was BPC beating Peoria Heights 65-48. We have mentioned West Central. They were winners last night, 66-56 over Carrollton on the road. Gabe Cox, ho-hum, 31 points. And if you have not seen this kid play, he is going to, again, be at the pit today. He is well worth the price of admission. Winchester West Central is absolutely loaded. Cox may be as good as there is in our area right now. Porta, a winner at Macomb last night, 66-61. I mentioned the Pittsfield Sockies. What a great win for Brad Tomhave's team. At Brown County, 61-45. Peyton Apps with 20 points in the victory there. It was Southeastern by 20 over Unity last night. Jarek Heaton with 25 points in the win. Farmington beats Illini West, 63-41. Paris in Missouri, a winner over Knox County, 51-34. The Clark County boys improved to 14-7 with a 59-46 road win over Brookfield. Kirksville beats Hannibal in Hannibal, 55-42. The upset of the night, maybe even bigger and more surprising than Liberty's win over Payson. Highland goes on the road and beats an outstanding Centralia team last night, 78-73. A tip of the cap to Brock Butler as his team authors its first real signature win in his tenure. 78-73 again. Drew Mallett leading the way in that one with 21 points. Sal Shelby falls to Palmyra, 64-29. Palmyra, by the way, will be the opposition for Brad Tom Haves Pitts field team starting today about 11 o'clock at the Superfan shootout. Keokuk stays red hot last night, taking down Fairfield 59-47. The Chiefs are now 15-4 in the season. Anthony Potrots with 14 points in that one. Also, Winfield Mount Union, a loser to Holy Trinity last night, 41-33 is your final. All right, that's all your scores. When we come back, Kevin Meyer will break down not only last night's thrilling game with Western for Quincy Notre Dame, but the showdown tonight with Winchester West Central. Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. Well, it was a heck of a start last night to the Superfan Shootout. What a game to cap the three-game Friday slate as Western beats Quincy Notre Dame 56-54 in an absolute thriller. And I know, Kevin Meyer, that was not the ending you wanted, but what a fantastic game. And there were some really nice stints from both teams last night. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on this one, Chris. Um, 
I don't know, thriller, depending on which side of the floor you were sitting on. <laughs> um, it was uh, I, I, my hats off to, to Curtis Stout and, and the Western team. I mean, they played they played extremely hard. They did. They just kept fighting tooth and nail for for 32 minutes, and and that, I think that was the big difference in uh, situations where you know the very last play, even Kyle gets a steal and. And runs out with five seconds left, the the composure to go up and and get that basket and put them up by two. So tough one for us last night. Um, you know, a new day. Sun came up this morning. We're going to talk about that with the boys that, that shoot around, and we got to put that one behind us because there's a big monster rolling into pit this evening, and we got to really be dialed in and prepared to play that one today. You set the table for me uh, for this because obviously Winchester West Central, number one in the state in Class 1A, they are legit. You talked about it this week. You saw them this summer. For people who haven't seen them, what stands out and why should they get themselves into that gym tonight to have a chance to see two really good basketball teams in play? I think the thing that that West Central does that that I'm so impressed with is when I was scouting them the other night, I I wrote this down in my notes, was, was football passes. Um, they they make plays and are throwing passes because they know where guys are coming out of their breaks. They are they share the ball so well and they see the floor so well. But it's chemistry. I mean, their team chemistry. They've been playing together for a long time. Um, Ryan puts them in some really good sets, but they still have to go out and execute those. And just the timing and the and, and just how crisp they are, the way they play, um, it makes it difficult from a coaching standpoint. But it's also, I think, from a fan standpoint, it could be really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I said this to somebody this week. This might be the smartest basketball team I've seen in some time. And I guess it's no real surprise they've got three guys with 3.5 GPAs or better because they certainly play that way, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it all starts with Gabe Cox. I mean, obviously, you know, he's their all-stater point guard. Um, he's he's he, he does it all. I mean, you know, you just mentioned it just in the break here, 31 points last night. Um, the games I've watched, there's games – he hasn't scored, but my goodness, the ball's in his hands all the time. He makes great decisions. He sees the floor. Um, you know, I think we've got a pretty special point guard. And I'm excited to see how those two match up tonight and go against each other. But, uh, you know, you, you put Gabe Cox out there. He's got a year of, you know, a veteran year with him. Uh, he's just, he's so dynamic. And then you throw in Howard, you throw in more, you throw in their shooters all over the place. Um, that's what makes them so dangerous is that, again, everybody has a role. And, and they do their job extremely well. And that, that, that's something you, you've got to be prepared for. They have five guys that, that, you know, they're not deep, but they have five guys who know their roles and, and go out there and do their job every single night. It's pretty impressive. You've set the table for me with Grant Hire because I was going to get there. I'll get there now. I mean, obviously, he banged the elbow pretty good the other night when you guys were playing uh, SHG. But, but obviously, when he's good and he says he's healthy, I mean, when he's good, there isn't any more athletic you're going to find, is there? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, that's you know, he's just a pure athlete on the on the football field, basketball court. And I think you know, no matter what you ask him, you know, you know two weeks ago he, he splits his hand wide open, right between the ring finger and, and his middle finger, and you know, okay, yep, I'm a super glue it. I'm good. I'm okay. I mean, it, and and it's just funny how he, he's pretty darn tough when it comes to wanting to play. I mean, he wants to play all 32. Um, you know, we're trying to find ways to to get him breaks and and get him some rest, but. He's just, he's going to go out there and he's going to battle. Right? You know, he did it for us again last night. We, we were very fortunate that Jerry Jacobs has been playing extremely well lately. And, and, you know, he, he picked up some scoring last night, but a lot of his scoring was guys doubled and Grant and, and knowing that, you know, he's, he's dynamically going to get a lot of eyes on him. And then all of a sudden he's passing and, you know, he had seven assists last night and, and did a, re- a lot of really good things. His assist numbers are going up, you know, as our scoring is going up. Our, our win column is not going up yet, but our scoring is going up. We're giving ourselves chances, 
And a lot of that has to do with Grant making good decisions and finding an open guys. Kevin, it's so weird we're talking about this on, you know, February the 8th. But your team really, with all the missed games, I mean, I know Jack Marth is back after 12. Your team is still really kind of evolving in process. That's a weird place to be this late. But there still is a nice ceiling for you if this evolution continues. It may feel later than, than most, but that has to give you some optimism moving forward into the night and through the rest of this thing as we start getting down to the postseason. Yeah, I, I was actually, it's funny, I was talking to Curtis about that last night during pregame, and, and it's like, you know, we've, we've kind of been snake-bitten this year. We I was very blessed my first four years uh, as the head coach at Quincy Notre Dame of not having a, a bunch of injuries, not having, you know, and, and it was a significant one. We had enough depth to, to kind of cover it up with, with guys. And, and, and like we were talking about with West Central team chemistry, having six or seven, eight, nine seniors that were able to do that. This year has been really tough. Um, you know, not a, what was me, and, I, and obviously there's not going to be anybody out there that's feeling sorry for for us at Q and D. But we haven't played, we haven't had a single minute, single second with our our total 15 guys. We thought we were going to get that last night, and then Max goes down with the flu. Um, you know, it's, it's just a weird, weird season when it comes together. Um, but you know, I, I still at the end of the day, I've got I've got so much faith in this group that when we get to our 15 guys, and, and you know, we keep talking about rotations. We have to get to a rotation. It's tough to do when you look down. It's like that guy's not available. That guy's not available. And those are guys who kind of built things around. Um, so you got to, you know, next man up. And I'm really proud of the guys for what they've what they've been trying to do. Uh, it's just, you know, like I said, the karma has, has really come back and, and bit us in the tail and and put us behind it. But I still think there's a high ceiling for this group. And and you know, there's six games left to to go out and, and figure it out, to, to be prepared for postseason. And I think I've been telling them from, from January 1st on, we just got to get to, you know, the end of the season. We'll get to February. We, we hope that we're going to be healthy. We hope that we're going to, you know, obviously we're going to be battle-tested. Our record's not going to show it, um, but we're going to be battle-tested. And, and when you're 0-0, zero zero, you become a tough out in 2A regionals. Well, you're a basketball junkie before you're even a coach, and to have the chance today to sit down in a gym with Ryan Wood, Brad Tomhave, Reno Pinkston, Ryan Seasting at some point or another, Curtis Stout, as you mentioned, that's just, I mean, beyond the basketball game and the business tonight, that's got to be a kind of a special treat just for you, just to kind of exchange notes and talk to guys who are, are in all those cases, guys that I know you respect and are friends. Yeah, absolutely. I, but that is really fun because you're kind of the host, uh, you know, from the from a Q&D standpoint, inviting guys in, hey, what we can do to help out with, with, you know, locker room accommodations, things like that, but then just sitting down and breaking down X's and O's. And, you know, we've got, I, I feel very blessed that the coaching fraternity here in, in our area is, is amazing. And, uh, you know, guys share, guys are willing to sit down and talk and, hey, you know, I was kind of going through this issue three or four years ago. This is what we did. Or when you're looking at, you know, this team that you're playing on that side of the state, try this. Um, guys are willing to share, and I think that's that's really fun. Um, but you know, a lot of that starts with our college coaches, with Ryan and 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 Brad, sure. kind of bringing guys together when we do the, the the whiteboard sessions and things like that. The guys are open, and, and there's there's trust, and to sit down and have those conversations. And you know, again, just a, from a junkie standpoint, I'm going to spend a lot of time in the pit today. Um, I know that, that probably excites my wife and, and, and Jackson a lot, but you know we're going to spend a lot of time out there. It's a great opportunity for us to do some scouting. It's a great opportunity for us to to sit down and watch. And you know I think any coach is going to tell you there's there's not a lot of plays out there that that you've invented, but there's a whole bunch of them you can steal. 
And that's what you're looking for too is like what what can we take that's going to help us in a game, you know, in a situation where, again, like last night, five seconds left, you got to go length of the court, what out-of-bounds play are you going to run and, and, you know, get things ready for your kids. And I think great opportunity to sit back and watch that. And then, you know, this evening, then we got to flip the script and, and, and it's going to be on our minds the whole day is, is West Central coming in today. But at, at some point, just sitting back and being a fan and at the Superfan Shootout. Well, I am going to wait till the exact moment you and Coach Pinkston are together. I'm going to scream out the word injuries and then scurry into some dark corner to see <laughs> which of you has worse to compare. Kevin oh. Meyer, always a pleasure, my friend. Good luck tonight, and we'll see you out there at the pit. Sounds great. Thank you again for all you do, Chris. Really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. And when we come back, Brad Tomhave is going to talk about his team's big showdown at the shootout with Palmyra. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. It is always a pleasure to chat up the great Brad Tomhave, whose team is coming off. And I know Brad this season for the Pittsfield Sockies has been a bit of an e-ticket wild ride. But last night's win at Brown County has to go down as one of the high water marks because that's a pretty good team you beat last night. You've got to be feeling pretty good about where your team was at least after last night. Yeah, we've been, I, th- I think throughout the, the month of January and into February, we've uh, started to make a little turn, um, kind of started with the Q&D game, playing well for about three quarters, and, and so finally the uh, uh, ball just didn't go away. And then some big wins uh, at Rushville and, and uh, beating Auburn at home and then going to Porta and, and beating Porta on their floor. Um, seeing a lot of things uh maybe start to uh, to click a little better with the team on both ends of the floor. You're right, going into Brown County last night uh, at their place, never an easy place to play, and for the most part controlled that game throughout. So kids are uh, still not uh, – we're still not where we want to be by any means, but um, starting to see some things uh, uh, transpire and, and uh, really clicking on both ends. So excited to see what they've got left in the tank the last uh, two to three weeks of the season. Basketball is such a weird game, Brad, because you have a night like you had with the comeback win at Rushville. Uh, you beat, you know, as you mentioned, a really good Brown County team. You beat a really good Porta team, and then you have a game like the game you had with Camp Point Central. And it's just really, sometimes really hard to figure out what button to push when. Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. If, if anybody's got the answer, or if I had the answer, I, I sure would be able to uh, to bottle it up and, and uh, to sell it to a lot of people. Uh, um, sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug in, in this, uh, in the, in the game, of, game of life and in, definitely in sports. So the thing we try to try to do is stay consistent with our philosophies and, and keep the kids excited to come back in the gym and at the same time hold them accountable for some of their actions if they're not playing as hard as they need to be or not executing um, like they can um, and staying disciplined. You know, that's the – that's the that's the love of the game that I have is the teaching aspect of it, and that takes place in a practice situation. And uh, we're very fortunate; we've got good kids that come to the gym and and uh, relish in the opportunity to to learn and get better. Well, you talked about that. I mean, you've got a big opportunity again today, and don't be mad at us because Palmyra is awfully good for scheduling you with them. But you know, come eleven o'clock today, you're going to see an awfully good basketball team, state ranked in Missouri. Kind of obviously at this point in the season, it's got to feel good to see somebody you don't often or always see and kind of change things up. But also, I mean, what are you facing today? What kind of threat does Palmyra present? Well, it's uh, it's not a one-headed monster. They can score it many many ways, and, and they 
they create a lot of mismatches for us uh, on the perimeter uh, as well as an athletic big inside that can score it around the rim. So we're going to have to be on our game uh, defensively to, to just try to contain them. You're not going to fully stop them, but you know, we want to try to make them work as hard as they can for, for the shots they, they do get. And hopefully we can uh, handle their pressure in the full court and into the half court they really get out and guard. So uh, we're going to have to uh, be on top of our game mentally um, and be disciplined with some of our counter entries and, and things of that nature just to even get us into offense. So um, it, that seems to be the uh, um, the cycle of our schedule. We, we see a lot of state-ranked teams um, this year uh, at the back end of our schedule. And and to go back to your first comment, you know, I don't know if uh, it, it'd take an awful big uh, big event for us to ever be mad at you, Chris. No, you are too kind, Brad Tom Have Let's talk about this, though, while we got you here. I know you have come over and had a lot of success in the Superfan Shootout, and the, the pit is such a unique atmosphere, and I know as a Pittsfield guy, it kind of <laughs> has that, you know, that, that enemy territory feel to it, but it is such a fun place for you guys to play, and you have seemed to really relish it. What does the Superfan Shootout do for your program, and kind of how much do you just enjoy being a part of that? Because I know you enjoy being around Kevin Meyer. Yeah, we we enjoy coming over one for the fact that you know we get to see a team you know in Palmyra this year and and over the last several years that we don't have an opportunity to schedule regular season wise. Um, so that that aspect in itself is is very valuable to us. And, and I think the other thing it does is, of course, there's a lot of memories at the pit with Pittsfield QND from when I was a, a little guy going over with mom and dad to to play in and 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 then into my coaching career. So those. Those memories all flash through your mind when you walk in the pit. What a great place to play. What a great atmosphere, no matter the time of day. But I think the really cool thing that it allows is, is uh, you know, our fans are basketball fans. Sure, they're, they're soccer fans uh, to heart, but it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, our fans get over there and get to see several basketball games um, at the pit all day and spend the day with their with their family and, and watching basketball. So, it provides our, our community an opportunity to get out and, um, you know, see some other teams, some other local flavor, and, and uh, you know, enjoy the day. I got a chance to interview Will Guthrie for Student Athlete of the Week a week ago, and, and what a well-spoken, fantastic young man. And obviously, you you know, I, I know Cade for, for a long, long time, who's your son, and you touched on it, you hit on it earlier. This is a fun group of guys to be around, these kids that you get to coach. Um, that has to make this uh, especially special just because they are great kids, but having your son be in part of that, what's that been like, Brad? It's been interesting. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> Diplomatic. Any coach that, yeah, that, uh, that coaches their, their kids, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a unique situation. It's something that you, you have to handle a lot, a lot differently than, than, uh, any of the other kids that you coach. Um, they, uh, they don't, you know, the other the other hundreds and hundreds of kids that you that you are able and lucky enough to be around. Um, you see them at school, you see them in the gym, and you see them maybe a little bit if you have a have a team gathering of some sort. Uh, very rarely do you get to uh, you know sit down at the dinner table with them. So that's special. It's it's neat to watch these kids grow in the gym. Um, it's neat to watch these kids grow in the in the hallways. But you know, it's also special to be able to share that with with somebody that's in your house.
Last one for you in the minute we have left. Is there an outlier about this particular Pittsfield Saki team in terms of its construct or its character or personality that you really think pins your hopes nicely moving forward into the postseason that you think you can build on? I think the defensive end, we're really starting to click with our communication, just uh, um, understanding the uh, – you know, the situations that they, they have to put themselves in and then recognizing that uh, um, when they've made a mistake, they're, they're quick to they're quick to comment now, you know, what maybe they've done. So, so, so that growth and that element of, of uh, the defensive end of, of being in a position and communicating and valuing that defensive, uh, taking pride in their, their, um, their defensive stops, which uh, help transforms maybe or transition them into some better offense. So I think we're starting to click a little bit better on that end and having that understanding. So excited to see us uh, continue to, to raise our level of competitiveness and, and energy. And, and um, you know, like I said, looking forward to today and then the, the final push into the postseason here in February. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you at 11 o'clock. And obviously, best of luck to you today. And we'll see you out down the road at the pit here in just a few minutes. All right, thanks so much, Chris. All right, thanks, Brad. Tom Haven, we hope to see you all out at the pit as well. Again, one low ticket price. If you didn't buy tickets in advance, $10, but you get to see all eight games today. You can't ask for better basketball culminating with that big Q&D West Central showdown tonight at 8 o'clock. That's it for me. Coming up next week, we'll be in postseason form here for the Saturday morning ticket, and we'll have plenty to talk about then. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.